I bring the shorty closer, just enough to fill the gun on the holster. Out on the balcony, feeling on the breeze. City skylines, we're puffing on some trees. Cup of honey on the rocks with the soda. Made back front of the building with the chauffeur. And he waiting on me, got umbrella in his hands and my name in the seats. No gift, baby, no thanks, no chinchillas, baby. So what happened to Frank? No phone calls, transactions hand in hand. Give the drugs to Rick, the money to Benny Banks. Talk to Crazy, he talks to me. Keep my business out the streets. It's the ART. Welcome to the show. Yay! Yay! Why is your face like that? Why? Why'd you make that? Like you didn't sound too happy. I'm super happy. That's right exactly now. how he I'm always looks. Ecstatic. Um, I Benny is here. I'm in the building. Yo, what's up? <laughs> it's me. Oh, he did the normal <laughs> intro today. And we're joined today by host of everything. Hold on, Did from two to seven, everything on ninety-two point seven. Que buena, Jayla Sandoval. That's welcome to the show. Nice. Thanks show. for having me. You're welcome. Well, I mean, thank you for coming. Thank you're, you welcome. Coming. you're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so Thanks up. for having me. You're, you're, you're welcome. welcome. You're welcome. You had a Maui you're moment. Welcome. Yes. You're I welcome. did. I did. So this is a special start time because your show ends at seven. Yes, my show ends at seven Monday through Friday. So yeah, and it's in Jay Z. So it's in Jay Z. and that whole thing is happening right now. Yeah, today was a rough day for Jersey. Oh man, Jersey City specifically. Jersey City and and uh, sending prayers to those families. Yes, five civilians died. One police officer. I think it's six Six more wounded. So yeah, in ICU, sure. critical condition. Yeah, so it's it's like a weird day. It's like one of those massive shootings. It looked like a scene from a movie. It was a scene from a movie. It totally basically. was. Like honestly, right. like they, I I was seeing video footage of like from helicopters that they were like literally jumping from roof to roof. They like, were. Yeah, like it was like they guys went up the stairs in a bodega, and yeah. the guys in the robbers like went and they jumped like a roof, and they were like in all black, and it were was they like robbing a, whole... a bank. What were they? I don't. I don't know the story. Do like, you know? Don't you know well, they don't know what the yeah. developing things was. The only thing that they like where it all started was when they started receiving calls that there was a police officer wounded. So apparently, they had gone into a supermarket, and in the supermarket, that's where they shot the five civilians. Oh shit! Um, and they didn't realize that until obviously until after they had gone into the supermarket. By that time, they had ran out to a bodega. Too. Yeah, something in the cemetery. They ran right. out to the bodega. The bo- the bodega used to. Ha- happened to be in front of a school so a parent oh, was Jesus. super alerted yeah. i think i believe it was sacred heart in jersey city um so i mean i saw so many parents on ig just freaking out because their kids you know yeah. high school the school was on shutdown like lockdown they were sending out tweets and everything telling everybody to just get out of the street right. if you were in jersey city they were just like yo stay indoors now we don't yeah. know where this is headed and jersey city is like across the it bridge, looked like too. the when so they bombed really Boston during the marathon, mm-hmm. when they told the entire city of Boston to, to evacuate, outside. yeah. So that's what it, it was. It was. It was a little surreal. It it's just. It just sucks. Day. I mean, on a random Tuesday afternoon, you can't even in go December, to the like, come on, man. You Who's can't even go to the in December to yeah. shop. Like, right. you can't go to the supermarket. You can't go to your bodega. And you can't go to the cemetery cheese. to pay respects to people. Like, that's crazy. You can't go to the cemetery. 
Um, so you come to the show and you bring that on your ass. Yeah, a drink, please. Way to lighten the mood. You work in radio. And how did you, first of all, how'd you get into that? Like, where did that come from? Or, or did you want to be a singer before going into radio? Or or an actress. Or an actress. Give us some background on you. Um, so I used, I used to actually be a preschool teacher. Oh, so wow. I started um, as, okay. a, as a preschool teacher. I, I loved, can see where those two are. Yeah, uh... totally. Intertwined. <laughs> yeah, I, I love it. kids. Um, kids bop. Yeah, I think, you know, growing up very traditionally Central American, I think you were, you had to do or meet certain expectations and for us it was like teacher doctor lawyer you right. know like one of those right. please of like please, yeah. you know have benefits like have, that's that the american money, dream right? you know and um for me i think i just i loved kids so much i thought it was i guess that was the easier route for me because i sure didn't want to go to be a doctor for that yeah. long and yeah. being a lawyer just seemed like a lot of work like right. i was just like so let me just take the easy way out i mean I, summer's off and not just become a teacher. Like, right. let's just do it's this. It's a good gig. I mean, you you know, I don't think teachers get paid enough. Absolutely not. Um, especially not to deal with the stuff they deal with between the know. politics behind the scenes yeah. and the parents, especially the parents yeah. nowadays. Oh no! I, and you know, teachers I just get paid pretty good though in New York, but in other states. I mean, let's come when you compare it. Let's say to this, right? Garrett Cole, not Garrett Cole. Who's the guy? Strasburg. He just signed the deal. That guy's going to make $35 million. He's about to make. He hasn't signed it yet, but I'm talking about Strasburg. $35 million to throw a baseball. Do you think that that's justice that a teacher is getting paid sixty grand a year? And sixty grand, you, sixty grand. Is even Where? less than that. Find me a teacher that could get paid sixty grand. They'd be really happy right now because most of these teachers are no, not, no. are making minimum. They're making thirty, forty, fifty, if Where? fifty with tenure a year, if that. No, I know teachers here making eighty five thousand. <laughs> yeah, but how, long, how long have they, they been, been teaching? teaching? And are they teaching in private school? Are they teaching? Where in is charter it? Charter schools. That's what I'm saying. That's there private. You know, it's different. It's different. Yeah. When you're talking about the generic American education system, those teachers, the teachers we need the most, because those are the teachers we the need the most. We don't need the teachers that can that that. Not that we we need all teachers. Let me not let right. me reverse that, but. We need the teachers that are in our public school systems because these are where the majority of our kids, our troubled youth, our poverty, our minorities, the people that have these ideas, the creativity and the knowledge, but do not have the development, the the help, the support to take that to the next level and get not only themselves, their families, the circle, that generation out of that. Mm. And all that, if, if they were to give that same wage they gave to those private in a public, it would be a completely different education system. Maybe we wouldn't see as many shootings in Jersey City or in the right. Bronx or in, in New York or in Florida. You know, we wouldn't have to be dealing. Like, I, I live 10 minutes from Stoneman Douglas in Florida, and mm. you still feel the heart the hearts hurting in the area right. you know and it's it's unfortunate that these are again public schools yeah they don't have the education they don't have the manpower they don't have the knowledge to educate staff teachers students to do what they need to do and and take it to a next level and go away from this this what's going on right now which is a borderline of mental health and poverty mm. It's a, it's a very thin line of both of those things combined because I do believe that if you go through so much poverty, it's creating some type of mental health issue. 
because you're always stressed. You always have anxiety. You always got depression. You always, there's always something. So why are we not focused on those issues? Man, here we go dark again, man. Where is my drink? I need to lighten up. Where's Patty? I thought we were going to have some fun. Joke around, talk I'm about music, talk about radio. I 100% agree. So let's talk about, you talked about being a teacher. You, you yeah, so, transitioned uh, into radio. So I got into yeah. radio. Um, so I've always, I love music. I've been a huge, I think music has had such a influential, it's been the most influential thing in my life. Really? Um, favorite genre right now, go. I don't have a favorite genre. Damn it. Bachata. Okay, bachata. Yeah, if really? I had to pick one, it would be I would, bachata. I guess what? that. I didn't really. If I, I had that. to pick one, it would be bachata. Oh, my God. Favorite bachata single right now. Go. Romeo Santos. Aventura. Hey! Yes! It's not, it's not Romeo. It's Aventura. Aventura. Like, it's, Aventura. The, I know. I they know. They are the best boy band of all oh, time. I and to, I will go on record and yeah, say that. 100%. I went to the KOB concert. Yes, I was, I was, I do, I do. <laughs> I went to the KOB concert. I was three rows back. Romeo came up at MSG right there, right in front of me, and I, I was. And you smelled was, his nuts. Out. And Listen, all right, sweat let's go. I have been very blessed and very grateful to have had really random experiences in my career. Um, have you met Romeo? Yes. Oh shit. And I've been to Applebee's to How hang out with it, Henry, and I've hung out in good? studio. I've been in Max's music video. Really? When he went Which solo, one? Uh, Beautiful Girl. Oh, damn. I was in a little snip, up, a little you know snip bit. It was a little snip bit. What about Vanna? Were I, you I, I know Vanna. I knew oh, Vanna. I knew the guys. Vena? They're pretty good. It was, uh, one it was of the, Max and Lenny. They they went with the guy from I'm Extreme. Not a, one of the guys from Extreme. They they made their own band that was called Vanna. They had like one song that was really good. Oh. I mean, there are a few songs that were pretty good, but it's, I mean, I, unfortunately, the game they, is all they, politics, and they it seem just... like a bootleg aventura, though. Bootleg aventura, I cannot, were, I can't. I mean, you got Max and uh, what's his name, Mike? Max. Listen, my, my dog, my dog's name is Romeo. Like oh, I've been obsessed, sh- I and mean, I've had him. my dog since I was eighteen. So I was way before I even started the industry. Yeah. Wow. So like I, I've. Been, did you keep your composure when you were with Romeo? Oh, totally. My mom called me that day. I remember talking, Mommy, I met Romeo. And I I, I showed her the interview and everything because um, it was on air when I worked at La Mega with Alex mm-hmm. Sensation. Mm-hmm. And um, I, <laughs> I, um, so we met at, oh! at the show. And um, it was, was cool because like, I have, you know, good, baby? I have, I have pictures doing? of him wearing my headphones because, you know, there weren't any extra headphones. So, yeah. of course, I'm like, here, where are my headphones, Romeo? Yeah. Um, You're still smelling those headphones, aren't you? Oh, man, I had to give them up. I had to give up those headphones. Damn. I almost put them on eBay. I'm not going to front. Oh, wow. I was a struggling a struggling radio personality yeah. at the time. I was like, should've damn, had him sign I should have put this these on eBay. Miami. He probably no, would have signed it. New York, that was on La Mega. He's really cool with that. He was like, what's good, baby? How you doing? No, man, it's been it was it's, it's, Romeo. it's been a dope experience to have been able like to not only work with them on a personal business level, but yeah. to have also like fulfill my childhood dreams mm-hmm. of like, dang, I've hung out with them, like, dang, like this is so cool, like you know, and have had those moments, and I think those are the moments that you know keep me going in this industry because mm. it's so easy to just really want to quit, like, like it's. This game is not for the weak of heart, like at no. all. So explain how you were on La Mega. 
So I started, so radio. Que buena. So, so like. Radio, there's a huge little gaps in between. Yeah, I call myself but, a radio unicorn because I've had really random experiences. And I've worked in a lot of, most people stick to a genre. Like you right. hear Angie Martinez. Right. Angie started in hip hop. She's stayed in hip hop. Imagining that's the person you look up to. Um, She's one of them. Yeah. Um, I, I have a few. Uh, the reason I started radios for DJ Laz in Miami. Mm-hmm. Um, so very much a Miami icon. I grew up mm-hmm. listening to Power 96 um, and in those areas. And, you know, even Angie, Angie went to Coconut Creek high school. Angie's mom worked at power 96, which is the same station that made oh, me wow. want to start. There's so many, like I live down the street, you know, the house that I own was down the street from Coconut Creek high school. So it's just, I feel like there's just been so many little coincidences that have kind of led me down this path. Um, the reason I started was love music. I'm very much a thousand percent sure I cannot sing. Um, really? As much as I would love to, maybe now Do with auto tune, can we try? Yeah, try right now. I want to make a song, and I'm going to say it here, just so it's on record. So What's if anybody called? tries to copy this, what I will sue you. Um, <laughs> uh, I want to make a song about aguacate. Like I'm really passionate Awa- about really? it. I already have the lyrics Awa- down. I, I'm ready to do it. I want to do a music video. Like what? I'm ready. I think that maybe I think we could call Rodell. I think we can it. do this. Like yeah. make some an aguacate song. I think it would Let's hit, especially right now, now yeah. in 2020. And the Start remix the decade. Yo, the remix will be guacamole, bro. Let's not, let's not, let's not get so deep into it. Are you sure though? I mean, Alex Sensation has made music and he can't sing. I know that. I'm not here to talk about him. I'm not here for that. Not just him, but there's also musicians and singers that. I think everybody should give it a shot at least one time to do something that they dream of. Give your best vocals right now. No, not yet. No, I'm not ready for that. No. I, I tried it once a long time ago, my teenage years. I could not rap on beat, and now guess what? Oh, he's what's, terrible. Guess what's the he best thing terrible. now? Rappers that can't rap on beat. So I, I, I like. You should, are you gonna I, revisit that career? I'm not, but I'm a pioneer. I keep saying that. Now. Oh, okay. I'm a pioneer in hip hop. I want to so. say something a about pioneer in mumble rap. Hip-hop. Yes, Blueface, you owe me a check. I want to say something about my brother's hip hop career. Oh my! It was God. the worst hip-hop career ever it was the he's greatest the of all time rapper i've he- ever heard in my life i might yeah. give he's him a run for his money me. what <laughs> <laughs> listen we could do I a remix i might give him a run for his Let's, money no, no i don't we know we could do a remix it's know. cool we'll see this right. is what's hot now I'm you, could, you could like rhyme like like do rhyming words. i could be a really good corny rapper like literally rhyme like time and like rhyme fine. and time, time yeah fine. time and fine listen there's a market you're a preschool teacher I think they might be a kid. No, he's he he Listen, kids. Snoop, Run DMC, they all made children's albums. Run DMC, bro. Yeah, Snoop's doing a and lullaby books. album right now. That's what I'm saying. Shasha, shasha. 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 Get that no, his, Like, Let's get to do it. My lyrics nah, are he, great. His lyrics just, are good. Is that he can't rap on beat. So maybe, uh, actually, you know, writers get paid more than the actual, like. I didn't know that back then. So I, I wanted to be the, uh, we had a rap group. And I was, I was, I I was sort of, what was the name of the rap group? I'm just curious. Well, it was called the Arsenal. Um, (laughs) (laughs) even Justin Wait, 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 hold on a second. Hold on. The Arsenal was the name of the group and the label. So it was like six guys and we were all individual acts. So it was like cash money almost. 
Yes. yes, exactly like that. And I, yeah. I had, I had a rapping partner. I've had several partners that were like my. I was You've supposed to be partners? a duo. He has yes, like several partners. rapping partners. Too many. Uh, <laughs> and I was supposed to be like a duo, like like Jada Kiss and Styles, or or uh, give me another one. Mob Deep, you know, there's Mob two Deep, of them. Okay. And I get it didn't it never Red worked out. Red Man and Method Man. It never worked out. It never worked out. You know, um, that was a good duo. Oh, that I was around really a lot of very See, oh, y'all didn't expect that one from what? me. Ah, everybody's what? face is like, damn, she know about Red Man and Method Man. Red Man and Method Man. If you do not know Red Man and Method Man, you have no business being on the show. Facts. Yeah. Well. So Let's now go. you know. Yeah, so I was supposed to be in a you know, rap duo. Yeah, it was a rap group though. Last week. Terrible. They were terrible. Uh, no, I was, actually, he was terrible. Oh the other God. guys were pretty good. Last week, uh, our publicist, she had a copy of one of the old mixtapes. She brought it to the show. You yeah. did? Oh, man. We didn't play it because nobody uses CDs anymore. So I still got a CD player in my car. You still I got a CD player in yeah, your car? I asked for it. Well, I have one, too. Like, I just um, never put I, a CD put in a C- there. So you don't want that... Forget the Bluetooth. Can I have you a CD player, please? You got a 2002 Honda Accord? 2017 <laughs> Honda Accord. Hey! I upgraded, though. Damn. She just upgraded, First though. First of all. You're welcome. Honda's a very good brand. Honda's a phenomenal brand. Shout out to Honda if you want to give me an endorsement. Yeah. Down. Down. After 300,000 miles. We'll be bashing these companies right now. Yeah. They still be running after like 400,000 miles. So, respect to them. So, give us the in-between between Omega and, um, because we got kind of lost there. Yeah, no, okay. I started in radio, so I was a preschool teacher. I can't sing, can't play any instruments. That's just not my thing. The next best thing I thought was me telling people what to listen to on the radio. I mean, at that time, we would sit on the radio and wait for the new song to record it on a cassette tape. Like, Mm -hmm. radio was such a big part of what my life was. You know, my mom, we didn't always have money to get a Walkman or to get a tape player, have the computer, have what we needed. But we knew that we always had a radio. We always Mm -hmm. had... You know, that experience. And I would listen to there. I would remember listening to Power 96 and being the Power Love Hour and waiting that whole hour to hear song dedication. Yo, this is for Carlos from Jesenia. She loves you, baby. I hope Carlos and Jesenia are still together. I hope so too, man. Because they, they used to hit my heart. He like, on literally, that's what it would be for a straight hour. You'd be like, yeah, girl, I know what that feels like. Mind you, I was yeah. in like, Middle school. I'm sorry like, <laughs> that cheated on you, girl. Here's this song. What I wanted it's was... Casey and JoJo. Uh, I wanted... Oh, my God. The TV's on, so I'm kind of hearing the audio. I, I wanted to... Uh, uh, that's a good... That's a good... To record though. the new songs that came out. So I would literally wait there. Yeah. Or, like, you know, I'm going to say Flex, which is one of the worst DJs ever, to play the record. Damn. You are just shitting on DJs today. No, this, listen, I, I got a soft spot for good DJs. Can I have right? a J-Mo and Ginger, please? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I'm going to get caught in the crossfire. We might need to turn off the TV. Mojitos. I'm sorry, Patty. Yeah, for me and her. Okay. Um, no, regular. Thank you. So Patty does not want to be on film anymore. I will. I'll get. She'll get. She'll be back. We'll on bring her back. We'll bring her back. So, oh, oh, radios. Uh, Flex. My issue with him is you're on the radio to play the song. Yeah, but you have to remember, we grew up in an era where everybody was trying. To it make wasn't. A style? There was no social media. Okay. So social media has given people 
an, a good outlet to create personalities and personas. Mm-hmm. When you were on radio, you had 15 seconds, 10 seconds, the most a minute to show the world who you were, what your mm. personality was, without any type of real promo. Right. We couldn't go on Instagram and be like, yo, I'm going to be on air from 2 to 7 every day. Que buena, 92.7. No. That was we, pretty good. Thanks. Yeah. I can't do it for a living. But like before, it was like you had to create that staple within that time in your voice. Whether, you know, how some people say good publicity or bad publicity is publicity. Right. You know, and I think that was his niche i think that's what he went for his tactic oh. and and but it was no. dope in 97 <laughs> no my but pro- again that's who he i want to no, hear no, the song yo, no my problem with i never had a problem with funk flex until uh drake drake came out like two years ago what was that what was that diss track that he did with meek mills to meek mills oh back uh back to back back to back so like he started the song and he was like, "Yo, I'm gonna drop a bomb on the." And then he keep he kept like bombing. He kept every time it started, he would like hold up, hold up. I don't know if you heard what he said right there, but I'm about to bring it back on him. And then he will bring it back. And then he would start the whole. And then the first verse went, and I was like, "All right." And then he was like, "Wow!" After he said something, "Wow!" I don't know if you just heard that, but I'm gonna bring it back on them. Drop three bombs, and then he starts the whole track over. But look, but he and I'm did. like, God damn, it's but been 15 look, minutes. That's my exact, he hasn't played the song. But that's my point. <laughs> he did exactly what he knows is good for his brand. And even till now, people still talk about him for the same reason. Right. And but that's in a his, negative light now. No, no, no. No, no but again, he's, he's the type of person that he don't give a, yeah, if it's doesn't. negative he's or been, positive. He's done it as for long. As long as you're talking right. about Flex, right. he feels like he's still yeah. getting his money he's and that's done what it matters. For so long so that if, if there's matter a method, and I've noticed this, 12 years into this game, you know, starting, starting, I started in Orlando, um, chasing a dream. I got an internship. I was going to school full time. I still went to broadcasting school at night. Started mm-hmm. in Orlando. Pro Styles was still in Orlando. DJ okay. Khaled was working at 102 Jams in Orlando with DJ oh, wow. Nasty. Like, I started back then. Mm-hmm. So, and in a market like Orlando at that time, it's not what Orlando is now. Right. So, starting there back in 08 and then taking this journey in multiple markets because I felt like I always wanted to be in urban. I always wanted Mm. to do urban top 40, but I was so Latina because of the way I just grew up. And it wasn't that I was trying to be some, it was just, that's who the hell I was. So at the urban station, I was too Latina to be, to be urban at the lat at the, Latin station, I wasn't Latina enough to be Latina. At the top 40 station, I wasn't white enough. I was too Latina to even be white, even though I wasn't urban enough, but I also wasn't white enough. So for me, I felt like I never found that lane. Instead, Instead, what I did was grab tidbits and what I liked from each one. Mm. And it worked at least for what I want to do with my brand. Mm -hmm. It's, It's not a brand that a lot of people... You know, if I wanted the easy way out, I would have stuck to one to one. Mm-hmm. I would have stuck like Angie to hip hop and, you know, you know, like I think what is to Latino radio for right. as, like, you know, there's so many women in this game that they have stuck to their to their grit and their, their you know, to like this is who I am. And for me, I just I've never really 
I don't want to say I've never really known who I am. I think I've always been a little bit of everything. Right. You know, my parents are young but traditional. Mm-hmm. Right. So, you know, they're only 53 years old now. Imagine, I remember you, going Patty. to school telling my telling Thanks, my friends, like, yeah, my mom is 27, you know, and, like, yeah, I didn't know what that meant at that time. And now I'm just like, wow, like, you know, all that was such a major impact and who I had to become in this industry right. because I didn't want to go so left that my parents wouldn't understand what I was doing. Mm-hmm. So I was at the same time as I was doing radio, urban mm-hmm. radio and American right. radio, okay. I was doing the Latin Billboard Awards. I was working for MTV3. I was doing Latino-based things because it was A, natural, B, my parents could understand it and they would see some type of return and I would get some type of support. Mm-hmm. You know, it would be like a mutual understanding. It's like, mira, mommy, this is what I'm doing. I know I'm not teaching, but here, let me take you to the billboards. Let me take you to Premio right. Nuestro. Let me take mm-hmm. you here and show right. you what I'm actually doing with my life. Right. You know, and, and those are really hard hurdles to have to go through because I here I am blind in this, holding their hand blindly, you know, taking these leaps. Like, they've been trying to avoid me from coming to New York my whole life. And here I go the minute I get a chance. And my first job on air was at Univision Radio, where I'm at now. It's like coming full circle. But I started at X96.3 overnights and weekends. Mm. And I would walk in the snow. I'm a girl from Florida. Means. I didn't even know I have a coat. And I would walk from Harlem at two, 11 o'clock at night and come home at 5, 6 in the morning every day and walk through the snow and walk through the blizzards and mm. the rain. And it didn't matter what kind of weather. And, and I didn't know what I was getting myself into, but I knew I had a dream. And I knew that part of that was here. I never thought I'd be in Latin radio. That was a complete accident. I was at an event at 809 at Dominican Independence Day talking about doing the same thing my mother taught me how to do. Right. Hey, si te hablan en español, you respond in Spanish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Out of respect. Right. You're going to get spoken to, that's how you're responding. Right. And that's how I responded. The guy happened to be a PD for the station. He goes, yo, you are not, you are not Dominican or Puerto Rican. I was like, no. He's, I'm like, he's like, where are you from? I'm like, I'm Costa Rican, Salvadorian. He's like, please tell me you do radio. I was like, yeah, but not in Spanish. Mm. I don't do Latin radio. I do urban. I do top 40. And he was like, no, 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 no. You, you speak perfect Spanish. It doesn't so, make sense. Right. How's that transition been for you? Like, I honestly, I have my issues with, uh, I've had guests that mainly speak Spanish. Okay. And I could do it. I could do a whole show in Spanish. Okay. Do I feel comfortable doing it 100% of the time? No. Because sometimes there's a word that I might fumble out while I'm saying it or something. And it might come across as you get that. You get that. Oh, so you're not Dominican enough for the Dominicans, but you're not American enough for the Americans. So, imagínate. Let's let's be real. If you know that you're from New York, whether you're Dominican, Puerto Rican, some way, shape, or form, the older Hispanic realm, know you're going to butcher it. Yeah. That's just what it is. Yeah. Um, for me, it's a little different because I'm Central American. So mm-hmm. we're forced to very much be raised Hispanic. Mm-hmm. So even for me, I remember growing up and my parents, when I was opening birthday gifts, they'd be like, oh, you want to open the gift? You got to read the card. Oh, All your tias Spanish, wrote your cards. Yeah. And in Spanish, oh, and dope. mind you, they got cursive. You can't understand it. You're oh, like, damn, that's yeah, why. <laughs> like, what am I doing? And you're sitting that's like here like, but you have to sit there. My parents would make me read every single card before I can open a gift, you know? And I would be like, yo, why are they so tough on us? I remember getting punished and my dad would be like, yo, you want, you don't want to listen? Oh, cool. You're going to spend an hour reading Paco y Lola, which was a basic Spanish book in Costa Rica 
to teach people how to read Spanish. It was pape, pipo, pu, mame, mimo, mulale, hooked on phonics for Latinos. <laughs> and, and, you know, I grew up and I never understood why like they song. put so much pressure on me. And so much, and, and that was just very much our Central American traditions, mm-hmm. you know, that now I find myself fighting with them for my daughter. I'm like, yo, speak more Spanish to her. And even mm. I have to catch myself because it's so easy yeah, you to don't speak want the Spanglish, to go away, yeah. you know, and, and speak Spanglish to her. I let my daughter go to Costa Rica once a month if she, if they, if she has the privilege to until she starts going to school full time because I feel like it's so fundamentally important. I wouldn't be anywhere where I'm at in my career right now if it wasn't for those efforts that they put in from the start. Start. Because then I wouldn't have been able to feel confident enough to walk up to the PD and just say, Hola, como esta? Mucho gusto. Un placer conocerte. Ta, 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 todo bien. Okay. And there are times, even now, I still fumble. I still say things in Spanglish. My brain translates in both languages. You've done it live on, on, on air? I do, li- I do live do every Spanglish? day. No, but I mean Spanglish. on air. Have you? Has it happened to you where you're like, oh, man. Do I, I mess up? I'm, Absolutely. Yeah. And I laugh it off. Because at this point, at least I'm doing more. And I, I, the way I see it is even if I mess up, I'm doing something to preserve our culture for mm-hmm. our kids, our future, right. and our people. Even if I mess it up, I'd rather mess up and fix it and right. have somebody correct me. And I feel like we've just grown up to be this perfect thing. Like, no, you know, don't put the same clothes on because parece una foto. Yeah. Uh, don't say this because you're going to say it wrong. If you go in a casa ajena, these are the rules. Like, we mm. grew up with so many boundaries right. that we we're so scared to maneuver right. that we don't break certain cycles and barriers. So for me, it's been very like, you know what? I'm already here. They trust me. If I'm going to mess up, all I can do is fix it. My boss will tell me, hey, it's not uh, 92.3. It's 92.3. And that's okay. Does yeah. does it feel shitty sometimes? Yeah. I'm like, Ugh, I know better. But sometimes Wait, even I get lazy. 3? Like 92. Noven- it's not 90. 90. It's 92. You have to say no, the I word. Get we get part. we get lazy. Yeah, we, we, yeah, it we it up. Like well, you know what yeah. I mean. Like and, and those are just little things, you know. And and I think so many of us. And that's my when people ask me like, what's your best advice for people who are shy speaking the language but know the language? Yeah, stop right stop being scared. If you're gonna get corrected. Let yourself be corrected. It, take it as a learning experience like and not as an L. No, We're I so don't. used to taking it so negatively that if you take it in a positive way, it's going to change your life. And it, we need to preserve our our, our, our language, our culture, mm-hmm. our foods, mm-hmm. the way we cook our foods, you know, the way we do certain things. I think there needs to be a balance. I think that there are some rules that need to be, or some cycles that need to be broken. I think... Um, the machismo. Machismo is being one of them. The woman feeling guilty about being a mom. The one feeling guilty about chasing her dreams and being a mom or being a mom and a wife or feeling that mm-hmm. need to pick between one or the other. Now, I'm going through a divorce. Like, that's not easy. I right. feel like a failure in some way, shape, or form because my parents are still married. But I have to get out of my own brain and my own mentality. You know why? Because I love myself more. I love my daughter more. Mm-hmm. And I feel like she needs to learn more and know better. Yes, do I believe Preach. in love? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Do I feel like there can be healthy relationships? Yes. Do I feel like I have to tolerate a toxic one to show her that love exists and that people need to stay together? No. 
And I'd rather work, like right now, her father's been out of our lives. He decided to come back and we're working. Do I want to forgive him? Am I still hurt? Am I still going through pain for what we've been through? Absolutely. And it's mutual because he's going through pain that I put him through. Mm -hmm. And I have to be very self-aware of that. But at the end of the day, we have one thing in common and it's the only thing that matters. And Mm. that's our daughter. Mm. So no matter what my pride says, what my ego says, what my family says, what my brain was told to think... If I want to break those cycles and I want things to be better for my daughter and I don't want her to grow up with trauma, I need to help her heal. And in order for her to heal, I need to heal, <coughs> he needs to heal, and we need to heal, whether that's together, separate, but in an all-common field. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, like for, for me, the job right now is to try to find a way to co-parent. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be easy. And we all have our attitudes. We all have our pride. We all have our ways of thinking. We all have different ways of being raised. And it's finding a mutual common ground and understanding to break these barriers to keep my daughter cultured, to keep herself, you know, she's a mix of Central American and and Caribbean. She is, you know, more Afro-Latina. Like, I can't say I'm Afro-Latina. She's an Afro-Latina. But how does a non-Afro-Latina raise an Afro-Latina? You know, like, there's so much to it. And the only way to get past a lot of these things things is taking it a day by day and just kind of sorting through it and seeing (coughs) what fits not everything fits everybody and and it's finding an understanding a tribe a a a a a circle that understands those things i think it deals you yeah that was a lot that was a lot it was a lot to digest a lot to digest So, yeah. Rebecca loved that. My question, though, was <laughs> Rebecca's a mom of two girls. That's yes. why. Uh, I, my question was, is 92.7, not 92.7? No, it's 92.7. Okay. 92. So, I said it right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because I thought I said it wrong. No, you said, you said it right. No, 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 no. You said it right. But, you know, and I started there, did Univision. I had a great opportunity. How is Univision, by the way? Univision's great. I mean, they're a pioneer in what they do. I, the industry and the market changes, and it, it's it's never easy to <coughs> adapt to those changes. And I think Univision's been such a great company at doing that. Right. Um, and you know, especially like looking for uh, where I'm working is a prime example of that. I work for Que Buena 92.7. Mm-hmm. Que Buena is an '80s, '90s to today's station. What? Not a station you would see me, somebody like Maria or Luis Javier, who are, they do the morning show the morning for Que Buena. Show, yeah. Maria does Double Shot of Love. She does reality shows for VH1. Maria. Like, you would never, you would never think that you'd have this type of staff at a genre like this. And it's, it's being innovators. It's creating a whole nother level of what we as a culture are it's breaking those cycles everybody thinks 80s 90s today they think viejo they think oh that's that's my grandma station that's old school but at the end of the day mm, no, the that's way, where the, that's that the greatest shit, those yo. are the greatest years what? for music and that's why 80s, for me 90s? that's that's why for me it was that's it was shit. so dope to get this opportunity because to me it didn't feel like oh i'm gonna go work at a viejito station yeah. to me it felt like yo <laughs> this is my chance to bring that nostalgia to bring that like old school real balada love that real like feel good in a world where everything is drugs sex material uh, instant gratification options like you know and to bring back those feels like 
I remember listening to some of these songs with my family, like with my dad, with my mom. And even now hearing like these songs kind of brings me back to like, dang, these songs like are now being sampled. Yeah. You know, they're now being That's used for our modern old. music, yep. you know, and now it's like full circle, like they all say. So it feels really good to be part of a brand new station that has a brand new fresh point of view that you know i can listen to with my dad and talk to it with my dad but at the same time teach my daughter mm-hmm. you know and teach her what these new genres because i remember growing up and that was one of the biggest influences of my life is having my dad you know my mom clean the house every saturday or sunday mm-hmm. and then my dad was outside with the windows open so he could hear the sound system from mm-hmm. the inside while he was doing mechanics on the car on the outside changing the oil and you, you know do doing the housework and the yard work right and I remember it was a little bit of Ace of Base, a little bit of Journey, Queen, Chicago. But then at the same time, it was Hector Lavoe. At the same mm. time, it was Ana Gabriel. At the same mm. time, it was Jose Jose. Wow. And we had such a fusion that same day. I got a little bit of everything. And I feel like that part of me has been the part that has not let me decide. Like, right. hey, you can only do Latin. Or, hey, you can only do Top 40. Or, hey, you can only... Right. Like, I consider myself a radio unicorn because, yeah, maybe I can't spit straight knowledge about one specific genre like Angie can about hip-hop, but I can give you a little bit of everything, everything. and connect your dots. Mm-hmm. I like it. <clears throat> so Yo, I love old music, though. I it's, love 80s, 90s. Oh. There's a really good appreciation I for I love it. 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. I just love music, bro. Okay, can I get my piece in Just anything. Music. I love music. There's a growing yeah, appreciation they, they for that type of music and that he, those years of music right now. For example, Master Rob, he does a podcast also. Shout out to Master Rob. Master Rob does hey. a podcast with Loopy. And every morning... Love Loopy! Every morning Loopy, I go to Master Rob's story because I know he's driving and he's singing Luis Miguel or he's singing an old track. And he's like, I'm going to take you guys back. So that's... Shout out to Master Rob for that. And when I just wake up in the mood sometimes, sometimes I want to hear some Christian mm. Castro. Some, maybe some... Uh, some Chayanne. Some, well, I don't know. I've never some, been a fan of Chayanne. Whoa, 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 whoa. Those are fighting words Wait, over what? here. Those are fighting words. Uh, How you going to say you don't like Chayanne? No, I don't. Not really. <laughs> no, he's he's got one record, I think, oh. Tiempo de Vaz. Wow. Was, I, wow. He said Tiempo de Vaz. That's, that's it. it. To me, that's it. That's it. That's, that's more. I think I, I, I like Ricky. A lot more Ricky Martin. I feel like Enrique Iglesias has better hits than Ricky uh, Martin, bro. Enrique, let me tell you something about <coughs> Enrique Iglesias. His best album ever. It's his first album. The first album. Yeah. Yo, first, don't you have to You don't have to tell me. Bro. You don't have to tell me. But again, that's his first Experience album. No, his, Ricky's bro. got Ricky's got several oh. works. Of uh, but so I, does Enrique. Was, okay, what so was Enrique. Ricky's best album? Mr. Ricky Martin fan over here. I'm not a Ricky Martin fan. I'm just. <laughs> like, if you give me an option, if you give me an option, what was Ricky's best album? Please tell me. Uh, it's the one where. Enlighten me. Well, hold on a second. I don't know the. <laughs> I don't know the name of the record, but I know that he sings the um something te amo te rido te extraño. The songs on there. I don't know the name of the album. Somebody could Google oh. the name of the album. Shout out to Diosa. She wrote it. Oh. What's the, so I, I don't remember the, the, the. Rebecca, please look it up. The, 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 the track that he had. 
Dummy, the no, 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 no. Na, 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 na. that one, that's his yeah, best album because he had Maria on that. He had, he had a couple that. other he songs had, on um, it. All right, Mark no, Anthony's my that. guy, though. I, I, I would, can, I would. Listen, I cannot mark. Mark is the, the guy. Thing I Mark got the whole shit, dude. Fucking up his relationship with J Lo, but uh, that was yeah. all. But him. Mark, all right, that was meant to happen, though. No, I know. But huh? I'm just saying. A medio vivir. Oh, and Pedro Fernandez is also one of my favorite acts of all time. Alejandro yo, Fernandez also. Yo, let me But Mark you. takes the cake. Mark is every album Mark, for me. He gives me something. I, I've always said. I always this. look forward to Mark's music. I've always said this. I've always said this. I, like since I was. And a he's kid. he was born not to be with any woman. So yeah, right. Mark is just a is playboy. He like Prince. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. He is he's Prince. our Latino Prince. Yeah. He's just too. No, too, but too I, much I, love. I, I, no. In that man's body, no, I in his skinny that. five foot six frame or whatever his height is, right. for him to be—I mean, I was happy that they got together. It was amazing right. for me. It was gonna so happen. I was like, "Yo, was this happen. is our Jay and Beyonce. Legit, right. it is. Yeah, Mark and J Lo. Yeah, and they broke up. And guess what? J Lo's a boss on her own, and they still—they still get along. And Mark is still, and they still get along. No, no, and I mean, there's some people that are meant to come together, create beautiful things. Right, and that's then, what I said. And then it was meant to happen, and it was meant for them to split up. They're just meant to be. They're meant to be in each other's lives forever. It just, it's not the way the traditional frame of mind is. No, but here, here's the thing I gotta say about Mark yeah. Anthony. Go ahead, Mark sense? Anthony. I've always said this since I was a kid. Mark Anthony has the best. He has the strongest male voice that it, singing. It, it doesn't matter English or Spanish. He has the strongest voice, like ever of all yeah. time. He's a freak singing. of science. The man is like singing hundred pounds. You know There's sweat. no better voice singing as a man than Mark Anthony. Period. Period. There's no stronger voice. There's I mean, no. I and I will. You. I will challenge you on Who? anything. Anyone. Google lies. I will challenge you on anyone. Why? He is not five eight. How, uh, he's, he's not, not five, five eight. eight. No way. No way. No way. Mark, Mark, Mark Anthony is like five six. He's, he's like got to be five six, five he's seven. Like five six. I would say five three. And he's a <laughs> no. He's like five six. He's a hundred and ten pounds soaking wet. Soaking but it wet. Matter. But it doesn't matter. The man is a sex There's symbol. There's no stronger voice. No matter what. He's a Latino Mark prince, bro. Yeah. You're right. There's no stronger voice. And he's not meant to be with any one specific woman. Nobody can hit that loud noise. Nobody. I hit it at work as I'm like. Yeah, well, that's because not, I have that's a very not. unique, strong voice. So if you had to give a voice. young lady who loves music and wants to get into radio, you have to give them one piece of advice that is something that they're going to carry with them, what would that be? One piece of advice? Yeah. Temporary, co- temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement. Oh, I like wow. that. I like that. So you know how these and Mero do a rainbow? That would be your rainbow. That right would now. be my rainbow moment. Yeah, we don't do rainbows in this show, though. We don't have. We don't Can we do like a dimple light? Like yeah, like that would be your, your thing. Um, yeah, temporary inconvenience for permanent improvement. I, it's very, very, very inconvenient ninety percent of the time, and right. you survive off the ten percent. The ten percent are awesome followers and supporters, mm-hmm. which you get a very small handful of. Like real ones, right? Because um, I've had people following me for all twelve years, and I I see who they are, right. and I know and I recognize, and I'll try to speak to as many as possible because I don't think that I'm 
anybody but the regular five-year-old girl standing in front of that TV, looking at the TV and listening to the radio and just seeing a dream. Right. And asking herself, how is that possible? So for me, I don't think that I'm some anybody. I am a quiet underdog chick in this game that is just trying to figure it out and trying to level up her family. And uh, my job is to... My parents, as immigrants, came to this country to do the American dream. Mm -hmm. And they did what they had to do to do that, which means working jobs they weren't necessarily happy in. But they were happy that it was providing for their families. And And that that the future generations wouldn't be in that situation. Right. So I am now living, and what I think a lot of Latinos and Latinxes are living, Mm -hmm. is the modern-day version of the American dream. That American dream no longer is that staple stability. Buy a house, get married, have a dream, da, da, da. No, it's now it's like, I want to do what I want. I want to travel. I want to buy my house. I want to work in a career I love. I want to, you know, do more, you know, whereas my daughter's going to have the pressure that, okay, I've built this, paved this road for you. Now, no, you like, got to take it. Yeah, to like the next uh, my level. job was to make money and provide for my family doing what I love. Their job was to provide, to provide a new world. Right. They provided that new world. Right. Now, my job was to step that up to level number two, which Do was providing, but also doing what I love to do. Right. You know, being educated, grabbing as much knowledge as possible, you know, whether it was on the streets or in the books or in right. college or whatever way I chose to do that awesome. um, with experience. And then my daughter's job is going to be to take all of that, all the contacts, the knowledge that I've put along the way mm-hmm. and convert that and flip it and right. create a trust fund, uh, the beginning stages of what a trust fund should be for her kids and her kids' kids and keep taking it up to those levels. And I mean, if... The Jewish community can do it. If there's so many other communities that it's like can do it, like the fifth time somebody said that recently, especially that? this season. Yeah. Why cannot we? Like it just doesn't make we sense can. in my head. Why we, we don't? Can. No, we can and we will. And we will. So I believe we will. You can catch Jayla every weekdays from yes. two to seven. Two to seven, Monday through Friday. Friday in ninety-two point seven. Qué buena. Hey. <laughs> I want to thank her for coming out. Thank you for coming on our thank show. You. Thank um, you. I feel like it was just, uh, it was very serious today. Yeah, I know. You you brought yeah. the, I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the weather. That... Maybe it was the weather. Just a lot of knowledge. We'll come back. We'll do it some more stuff. knowledge, bro. Um, you could follow her on Instagram. Today. I think it's I-I-M-J-L-A. Yeah, double I-A-M-J-A-Y-L-A-H. Yeah, and then you can also download the Univision app. The Euphoria you, app. Euphoria app, where you could actually show. listen to... And it's free. Her program. You can listen to my show. And you can listen to the morning program as well. Absolutely. So, we'll see you season five. Season five. Ooh, five is my favorite number. This was the finale. This is what we're doing. Next year. Namaste. We will be gone, but we will be back. Justin. We'll be back. Oh wait, tell Paris, them what we'll you back. got. Tell them what you got going on in between. What they you know got, what we're you doing? we're filming a documentary. Justin's doing his movie. Documentary. Uh, I'm Justin's also gonna finish writing the second movie. We're also starting a brand new show called The Culture Report. Hey. It's a lot of things Not going only on. That, Clarence is gonna be head photographer in some big spot, like in two three months. I'm not going to say where. You're not going to say where. Oh, I'm sorry. Last announcement. No, Clarence. What's up? Congratulations to Justin Treese. 
He was nominated for a Golden Globe uh, for Golden best Globe. background work in best The Irishman. Back, back, best the Irishman. Irishman. The Irishman, yes. Best so, background actor. I cannot it. wait. It will be up on our Instagram. Best extra. Best, We're going to start extra. a petition to yeah. get him an actual Golden Globe. Best ac- background actor without speaking roles. You can go to yeah. a clay class and make it, one. Dude. No, I want the official one. Oh, you want the official one? Yeah. And I wanted to say best background. Okay, well, if you get an official one for him, can you make me one too? We will. Because <laughs> if you got yo, the got you. official Golden Globe, <clears throat> bro, I got yo, you. Yo, fake it till you make it, baby. You're gonna you want make that? It you want that leather jacket with it? Why? You want the leather, the, the Golden Globe with the leather? To be jacket wearing like a leather that? jacket? No, just no, the regular. No, she needs some type of like glitter fire, uniform. Though. Jesus Christ, Benny! I we'll see you shit. guys next season. <laughs>